Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, no matter where you may find yourself as you listen to this. And this is an anchor edition of It's a Black and White Thing with A1. You can check out the podcast by going, well, coming to my anchor page here and you can check us out here. You can also go to iTunes, search for It's a Black and White Thing. Check us out there. Um, You can go to Twitter, Facebook, search at Brands and Bars. You can follow us there. Like our page on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Content, Comment on any previous podcast or whatever you hear on It's a Black and White Thing there. And we love to interact with you. You can also, my home, in the absence of my homie A-Ward, you can go to award.net, I believe. I am award.com. I'm sorry. I am award.com and go and check out his content there his battle rap uh, battle rap career materials music blogs all that great stuff you can also go to ampedentertainment.net to check out every episode of, of of our podcast that we do together and lastly you can go to soundcloud.com backslash brains and bars to check out our content there as well so i'm doing something a little different here i'm trying to i'm trying to to give a different uh flavor and feel to the show um, a Ward and I have been incredibly busy. His battle rap career is exploding. He did his, if you follow him, his four battles in 60 days tour that took him literally all over the world, Canada, Australia, the UK, as well as here in the States. And so we haven't had the opportunity or, or the time to really record together. And so I'm trying something a little different here. I'm calling this 15. I'm trying to give you takes in 15 minutes or less or your money back. And this is going to be an NFL edition of that. Where I'm going to just give you some of the hot topics of this week or of the day, um, and you guys can react to that. If you follow me here on Anchor, feel free to drop me a voice note or anything you you heard that you want to respond to, any topics you want to get to, or just any other normal feedback that you want to hit me up with. And I love to feature that on the show and respond back to that. So. Get in, we're going to do this, like I said, as an NFL edition. So I want to start with the first topic of the day, and it is Odell Beckham Jr. Odell Beckham Jr. has been in the news here lately for various things, but recently his owner came out in the media and said that he was getting a little bit tired of having to answer about what Odell is doing and has been doing uh, here lately in the media. And so this has caused a lot of uproar. The The Giants have expressed that they were open for business and that they would be open to trading Odell Beckham. There was a report that just came out this morning that said that they were looking to receive two first round picks at least at bare at best for him. Um, you know, but I don't think that anything is going to happen. I don't think that there's going to be any serious traction in trade talks because one, no one's going to give up two first round picks. For Odell, and there's something, there's a, a different conversation to be had about the value of players, um, of, of how we value players who we know have put in work versus how we value trading up into the top five to draft a quarterback who we don't know is going to be good. There's a conversation down the road to be had there, but, um, you know. I don't think Odell is going to be traded. If the Giants were to trade him, they would be stupid. They would be foolish to trade him. He's the best thing to happen to that franchise since Eli Manning. He's probably the best Giant to be on in New York since Lawrence Taylor. If you go and look at the numbers that he's put up in his first three years, they are on par with Jerry Rice, one of the the greatest receiver of all time, maybe the greatest player of all time. Now, granted, he missed most of last year due to injury, but I want you to stop and, and really ask yourself a question and really be honest about this when you talk about Odell Beckham 
What controversies, true controversies that merited criticism has he really been involved in? Right. I mean, you have the Josh Norman incident, which he acted a fool. He deserved ridicule and, and criticism for that. You have the ish, the back and forth with Xavier Rhodes, a Monday night game against the Minnesota Vikings. He Xavier Rhodes held him in check. He was drawn back and forth with him. Well, you could say, OK, yeah, he probably shouldn't allow Xavier to get underneath his skin. Um, you have the incident. Uh, where he took off his helmet after scoring a touchdown. Now, they won that game, but it allowed the Giants a shorter field. They were able to score, or the Jets, I'm sorry, to score and tie the game up, and then Eli led them down on one final drive to score a touchdown. The kicking that thing I don't think was a big deal. It was a little annoying that he kept using it as a prop to kind of shove it back in the media and the fans' faces who were critical of him in that moment. But if you look at that in terms of on the field, that's really all the controversy that has been had about Odell Beckham. You really can't point to anything truly. If you if you look at him going on his off day to Miami to go kick it with Justin Bieber, you're being petty. It was his off day. He was back in in the office in the at, on time for practice the next day. If you want to talk about him uh, kicking it and dancing at parties and being seen on camera with various celebrities and being at all-star events and being on camera that like you really can't point to anything one thing about him that says this guy is not is one not worthy of a long-term deal that this guy is a true distraction like he's really not we're just nitpicking and trying to find things to say that this guy isn't worthy of getting of being paid now i will say that this latest incident of him being filmed with the women in germany having the the marijuana i'm not just big on marijuana doesn't concern me the cocaine is a concern and and if i am advising odell if i'm his agent if i'm his manager if i'm on his team i'm trying to get to him to say you can't be on camera in in a room where that stuff is around because here's the th here's the thing that people don't want to do and give him the benefit of the doubt of they don't want to say that maybe that's not his that was not his drugs, right? Like the the cynicism, the cynicism in us wants to say, "Come on, he's in that room. It's his room. He's with those women. Potentially his room. He's with these women. You telling me those aren't his drugs? They could be. They could not be. We don't know that, but we want to put that on him because we in our society we have a problem with assuming the worst of people, right? But the Giants would be foolish to trade him. The Giants should sign him to a long-term deal. However, if I were Odell Beckham and I would look at how I've been treated by my own team in the media, I would look to leave. I would look to go find another situation. You don't – in the NFL is – it's a little bit different than the NBA in that you don't need to be in a large media market to be a star, to be a success. He could go to Green Bay. He could go to Cleveland. He could come to Kansas City. He could go to um, Jacksonville and still be a huge megastar, right? So that's what I think Odell Beckham should do in that in that regard. Moving on, let's jump on to um, another NFL hot topic. The NFL Rules Committee and the owners approved a rule that would allow a player, any player on the field at any time to be thrown out of a game if they lower their helmet and use it as a weapon. I have a quick question for you guys. Does anyone trust the NFL? Given how they've handled various on-field and off-field rulings, does anyone trust the NFL to properly adjudicate and get these calls right? Because I, I don't. And I'm going to tell you, college football and college football, they have a hard enough time adjudicating and making sure that they officiate targeting in the college game correctly. I have watched multiple games where egregious errors in judgment have been made in determining to throw a player out of the game 
before committing a, a an offense of targeting. And I've seen egregious errors in judgment where they don't even throw a flag on clear abuses of the rule where a player lowers his head and uses his head as a weapon. So if I can't trust college to get it right, why would I trust the NFL to get that right? You feel me? So we'll see what happens and, and how that follows along. But this is the NFL trying to make the cigarette safer. And I just don't know if it's possible to make a cigarette safer. If, if you understand what I'm saying, there are dangers to smoking. We all know this. But if you choose to smoke, you take that risk upon yourself. These football players know that there is inherent risk. This is an inherently violent game. And there's really you can only do but so much to take the violence out of it. Allow these guys to be athletes, to be who they are and play the game expose those who are truly dirty players and remove them from the game. But I'm going to give you an example to, to take home with on this uh, on this particular topic. Barry Church and that hit against Gronkowski in the AFC title game between the Jaguars and the Patriots. From a rules letter of the law intent, he broke the rules. He hit Gronkowski, Gronkowski with his helmet, it was helmet to helmet contact, but from a tackling standpoint, he did everything right. He turned his head, he lowered his shoulder, he just so happened to make contact with the Gronkowski's helmet. So in that particular ruling, what happens there? You guys hit me up and let you let me know what, how you think that call under this new rule would 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 be adjudicated. Would he be thrown out of that game or would they simply just assess a 15 yard penalty and allow him to continue to play? So last topic from the NFL standpoint that I want to touch into in this 15 minutes it takes or your money back is there has been a, a, a bunch of howling back and forth about an article that came out from CBSSports.com by Pete Prisco about the biggest bust of the BCS era and Jamarcus, I'm sorry, Vince Young was chosen as the biggest bust of the BCS era. And here's where in our social media age and our thirst to not properly vet and read things, but only click on links that says or, or skim excuse me, skim articles and topics and simply look at a headline and make a judgment based off that headline, we get ourselves into trouble. So I, before I went and recorded this, I went and read the article in totality, totality by Pete Prisco to see exactly what he was getting at. So he's got his top five. Here's his top five from five to one. Number five, RG3. Number four, Tim Couch. Number three, Ryan Leaf. Number two, Jamarcus Russell. Number one, Vince Young. And so I've seen people go on Facebook and on Twitter saying, what about Jamarcus Russell? What about Ryan Leaf? What about Tim Couch? You didn't read the article. Because had you read the article, you would have seen those names. Now, here's what he even here's what Pete Prisco even says at number one about Vince Young. He says, and I quote, if we're going to if we're going simply by the bus metric, Young doesn't deserve to be number one on that list. He says that if we're going simply by the bus metric, he doesn't deserve to be number one on that list. He goes on to say, and I quote, I thought Vince Young was amazing in college and I was convinced he continued to awe me in the NFL. It never quite happened. Right. So he is on record saying, hey, by by what we define a bus to be. He's not a, he's not the biggest bust of all time. However, this is his list. And he lists the reason why he viewed Vince as the biggest bust of all time. He was 
he thought he was going to be the man in the pros, as did I. If you watched that Rose Bowl, you thought you were looking at the future. And granted, Michael Vick was already in the league, but you thought you were seeing the next big thing in Vince Young. And so I think the article should have been titled, instead of Biggest Bust of the BC Era, The Biggest Disappointments of the BCS Era. And I think you don't have so many people getting fake outrage at the fact that Vince Young's name was on this list because again if you saw his performance that entire year at Texas not just the Rose Bowl Vince Young was electric that year at Texas um, he came into the league was a rookie of the year he had a couple of winning seasons with the Titans and you thought that they were on the verge of being contenders for years to come but he never fulfilled that potential and so in my estimation if you change the wording on that to say biggest busts of the draft era then you are spot on he is correct 100 percent. vince young is the biggest disappointment of the bcs era not the biggest bust so you guys let me know what you think about these topics man is vince young the biggest disappointment i want to turn that around is vince young the biggest disappointment of the bcs era what's your thoughts on the new on the new rule changes but in particular the changes on Tar or adding the targeting rule to the NFL, throwing players out of game and assessing the 15-yard penalty. And finally, give me your thoughts on Odell Beckham. Would you sign him to a long-term deal if you were the Giants? Would you look to trade him? And how much compensation would you look for in return? Please remember, go to soundcloud.com backslash brains and bars to check out all the content there, to check out all the podcast content. Go to ampedentertainment.net as well. You can go there. Remember, the It's a Black and White Thing podcast can be found on the Google Play Store as well as the iTunes podcast app. Um, and you can go to twitter.com and facebook.com to follow share like all content from the it's in black and white thing podcast by searching at brains and bars also man hit me up on here on anchor or hit me up on any of those uh sites to let me know what you think of this new format does this work i want to try to do this maybe once a day or a couple times a day hitting major sports and major topics across sports and just trying to engage you guys in a different way until me and a war can get together and sit down and knock out a dope podcast so i thank y'all for listening i told you i got y'all 15 minutes or less until next time this is a one and you've been listening to it's a black and white thing here on anchor radio i'll let y'all man